You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back. It's another episode of Good Loud Unscripted, the podcast. My uh, beautiful wife is my co-host today, as she often is. Hi, Terry. <clears throat> I'm feeling a little tired now. We just came back from the gym. I know. <laughs> and uh, We had quite the morning. Well, we're making this mighty comeback, the two of us. The cool thing is we're doing it together, right? I love training with you. Actually, I, I, I love training with you. I do too. I always, I'm going to be honest, you know, Terry used to be my coach. I wish you would, Anna. Would you just be honest? Remember, you used to be my coach. Yeah, for, when for I a long time. When I competed. Yeah. Uh, the last, what, couple years that I competed. And although sometimes I don't feel like being coached. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I just want to do She's whatever I want to do. Like, she brought me some lunch and I look, I open up the container. It's like a tablespoon of... <laughs> A <laughs> tablespoon of chicken and a tablespoon of mashed potatoes, no. and that's my lunch. No, no, no. You know what? So I'm a little... Um, Elaine came from um, Canada. No, Elaine <laughs> came back from Canada last night. And she and, ate all uh, the chicken and potatoes? She did. She, she, she didn't. She did. Well, she, you know, we were all already in bed sleeping. That would be Elaine. Elaine would just leave just enough so she didn't <laughs> feel like she had taken it all. <laughs> but it's not enough to actually and eat a meal, right? So it was all in the Tupperware. We're and then when I woke up, <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I checked. I'm like, okay, <laughs> she didn't eat it all. And then that was kind of what I had planned for your lunch today. <laughs> And so, <clears throat> well, I feel like I'm getting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm opening something. I think you thought, you, she think I'm fat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you calling me fat? <laughs> Started domestic right there. No, but right? The, the truth is, is I'm, that when I go to the gym with you, I make way more progress than when I go on my own. Really? Even though I do want to re- rebel sometimes and just do what I want to. I know because I'm constantly. I, I mean, I've been a coach for. I mean, I coached elite and and pro athletes mean. for like 35 you're years. Mean. No, I'm not. I'm everybody that has ever trained with you knows you're mean. I face you with yourself. You're like one of those football coaches, you know, that are like, ah, and it's like sometimes <laughs> I remember a girl. Adam would be doing legs back in the day. <clears throat> He's, oh, you know, I'm tired, you know, or something like that. Right? Yeah. Says, oh, no, no, it's not a problem. You know, when you go get on stage and your ass is hanging down the back of your knees, you know, just explain to the judge you were tired when you went to the gym <laughs> and they'll put you in first place. And that girl that did the hard work, you know, they'll put her in fifth place. That instead. always makes somebody like really mad, but, but they train get, real but hard. You kick butt and work hard. <laughs> No, you know what it is. I, I like I, to think of myself as a realist. No, I, I, I'm I'm speaking for your body. No, the the truth is is that I I've never <clears throat> minded the coaching until the gym became something a little different for me because when I became a mom, the gym became is there a place where you go to neaten it up. The, no, the the gym became the the place where I kind of go to like exhale. You know, like I know right. that for an oh, hour or it's an two. Escape. Yeah, you know, at least in the beginning, but now I'm at a point, it's still, it's yet a new stage for me where I'm ready to tackle the gym again. You know what I mean? It's not just like a peaceful thing. It's like, okay, let's, let's hit it. And that's why like, this is perfect time for us to train together. And this last week we've been going to LVAC, which is a little bit more hardcore. It is more hardcore. (laughs) And I'm not going to lie. It's way more motivating. I think it triggers all of those memories of me competing, competing. Yeah. And so when we go to lifetime, it's like, Oh, 
I'm a mom and I'm here with all the other moms and we do yoga. <laughs> You've never done yoga in your life. I know, but you know, I would like. No, to, I mean, people train I would like hard at lifetime. That would be cool. People train hard at lifetime, but the vibe is just different. They, yeah, especially the the lifetime we're going now. I mean, yeah. they have the alpha room. I know they do. It's just, it's for me because we started going to lifetime when we became parents. Right. And, and so you sit and drink coffee with Lulu for so an hour and 45 minutes I always and run up like and train for 50. drop Desi off or whatever other kids we have, drop them off. And the first thing I do, I go to the coffee shop. They have the nicest coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> and then say hi to all the other coffee moms. No, I, I talk to nobody really? because for like whatever time I'm How there. How come when I'm there, you're just talking constantly? You and you. Oh, if oh, my sorry, sister you're is there, no. You, you and my, your sister Lulu are speaking if, Portuguese. If my sister's there, I talk to her because it's the only really opportunity that and I have to talk to her. And they speak in Portuguese, and I sit there and stare out the window, <laughs> stop wishing it, stop. I would have studied Rosetta Stone that it's day. It's not like that. <laughs> but then we went to LVAC last week, and I was like, "Oh, I feel like I need to get on a diet <laughs> and train harder." <laughs> So, so instead of you getting on a diet, you made me the potatoes, mashed potatoes. Maybe not even a tablespoon. I'm maybe being generous. Maybe oh, a teaspoon. Come on. What, what size is? How many ounces in a thimble? You know that was a pretty small size. <laughs> maybe. I'm 225 pounds. That's the whole all, thing, the whole meal I could have fit in the palm Elaine. of my hand. You talk to Elaine. I'm going to talk to Elaine. Because I left a hefty portion for you last night and I woke up to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like training with you too because you, you never back down from anything. You train hard. Well, that's true. You're very much, and that's the odd thing, you're very much a girly girl in so many ways. <laughs> the way you dress and stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you're very much a girl that way. But in the gym, you're just... It takes very little to motivate you to do something. Yeah. Well, I, I like it. I, You know, the gym has always been the place where I found my strength. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not really the kind of person that goes to the gym to de-stress. And I think that's what I meant before. Right. Is that when when I became a mom and life changed so much, the, the lifetime became the place I go to de-stress. And that's why probably I don't, I never train as hard there. The gym has never been a place for me to de-stress ever. Right. Cause you, it's a place where you focus cause it's work. It's just another kind of work. Right. right. Well, some people find that something See, for that me, takes the stress fight, off. Fight sports are like that. <clears throat> Sp- me, like boxing, Muay Thai, all that stuff. For that, me, that's relaxing <clears throat> to me. Um, Going for a jog or a walk does that for me. Oh, okay. But I have to be outdoors. Not on a treadmill. That does nothing for me. See, jogging for me, it just, every step sucks. Really? I, I, I like doing it because of the benefits. Yeah. And I know it's good for me, you know, and it's better when my body's moving like that. And, and uh, you know, but a guy that's been a power lifter and a bodybuilder, you know, just a meathead in the gym for so many years. Yeah. It just doesn't feel good and never really, it feels better after a while, but it never feels good. I don't feel like a gazelle. I used to run when I was in police college. Yeah. And I was like 169 pounds and I'd run three and a half miles every day. And every Saturday I'd do 10. And it, and it was like just easy. It does make a difference when you're lighter. I even feel yeah. it like if I swing like five pounds, mm-hmm. it already makes a difference for me in my running. Um, five pounds for you is like losing an arm. <laughs> five pounds for me is a good burp. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, you know, I used to never be a runner and now... I enjoy it. 
It's it's a weird thing. It, it is kind of cool. Like, I enjoy it with you. I I'm not nuts about doing it alone. Me neither. I rather run with you because yeah. you know why. Yeah, because I run behind you and watch your butt. <laughs> no, it's because boing, 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 I'm boing. competitive. It's like two piggies fighting in a blank <laughs> under a blanket. It's I'm competitive. So sorry, I'm thinking about piggies. What, what was that? <laughs> when I'm jogging with somebody else, you are competitive. I'd like I don't want to give up, so I just keep pushing. When I'm by myself, I'm like, I'm kind of tired now. I think I'm gonna walk for a little bit and then jog again. And when I, I find I, running with you very motivational. Really? Mm -hmm. Good. I just stay we about stop five it. paces behind. I thought that's because you're heavier. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm heavier. Well, thank you for the workout. You woke up this morning, you kind of blew my mind because uh, uh, Jesse got up really early this morning. He was four. up at four o'clock. Yeah. And so I went and checked on him and he was like ramped up and ready to go, right? <laughs> yes. So I was like, oh man. Okay, so it's just an early day. So I get up and it was kind of like... Like we, our house backs onto like basically the desert and the mountain, right? Mm -hmm. And so the sun was coming up, so it was light, but there was no direct light. And so you thought it was a cloudy day and you said, hey, it's starting to feel like Christmas. And I'm going, oh my God, it is Christmas almost. <laughs> like it's getting to be that time already. I know. We are only what? Not even eight weeks away? About I know, that, I know. I mean, we're frantically manufacturing. Oh, by the way, this show is brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. <laughs> I always forget blessedbodywear.com. But here at the shop, I mean, the girls are back there sewing their, their fingers off, mm -hmm. uh, getting stuff ready for Black Friday and for Christmas, right? Yep. So we, I guess we're there, but it just didn't really dawn on me that... That we're there. I'm not thinking about trees. I'm thinking about getting pants made and screened, <laughs> and I'm not thinking about Christmas trees. It's going to be so awesome. This is Jesse's second Christmas with us. Last year, he didn't care about the presents. He, all he cared about was the lights. Yeah. He woke up. We never set the Christmas tree up before because we knew he was going to be He'd all over it. it. He yeah. was only like a little bit over a year old. But this year, I think he's going to enjoy it. Yeah. He now he get what presents are, and we can do the Santa thing. and Right. That yeah. would be so I'm fun. I'm so amped up about that. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. We Last year he liked the box, the cardboard box. Remember, I forget what it was, but time. it was a cardboard box and you just want to sit in the box. I know. <laughs> that was like, Merry Christmas. It's like, why Ellie had that more, money? Ellie, our dog, had more fun ripping papers than he did. <laughs> he did, yes. <laughs> so one day of the year she's allowed, right? Ellie rips all the paper. Oh yeah. my gosh, she loves it. <laughs> But uh, um, Christmas this year will be our first year. Like last two years, we really haven't had what we would call our, like we share traditions. Like you in Brazil, you guys do Christmas Christmas Eve. Right. And where I come from, you do it Christmas morning. Right. right. And you, Christmas Eve, you have your... <laughs> yep. Ribs and... Norwegian. Ribs and romagrat. Yep. Yeah. Delicious. We do that. We don't have any lutefisk or anything like that, but we do have... Thank goodness. My grandfather was Norwegian, so that was kind of what my grandmother made every Christmas, right? Tastes so good. Which is what? Rice pudding? Yeah, it's just rice basically boiled in milk. Yeah. And, you know, then you get it nice and soupy and it's a really nice With texture. Some butter. Takes all day. And then you put some One butter time, in it. Some I wasn't there to make the rice, and I left Terry making the rice. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just I have, him and I. And I have he one made, flaw. He made 11 <laughs> cups of rice. Uh, now, <laughs> from that first... Now, when you put... You put usually like two cups of rice, and you put so much milk to, co to cook the rice it in. It swells up. It swells up at like probably four times. 
And so I came home and he had like four pans going. Like every he pot kept, we had in the house. <laughs> he kept overflowing and overflowing. I have one flaw. One flaw and one flaw only is that I have no ability to judge volume. That was so yeah, funny. And volume. you always cook in too high, so the bottom tends to stick a little bit. Yeah. All right. I'll be I'll be in charge of the rice. One flaw. One flaw. <laughs> Beyond that, I'm perfect, you said. So how you feel? Uh, today we we got the news that your in-laws are going to be in town for a month. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> now you didn't really have a your father left when you were very young. Well, I had, did you have like regular I had an Christmas? adopted father until I was whatever it was like uh, you know eight. But I mean, my granny always put on awesome Christmases, right? So you always went to your granny. Oh yeah, yeah, it was the place to be, right? <clears throat> and. Um, and I love that. But I, for me, Christmas is a big deal. Like there's everybody hangs a sock and, you know, we go to bed and kind of, oh, I think I forgot something in the kitchen. So you run down and, you know, Santa does his thing. And then I go lay down <laughs> and then you go, oh, I forgot something down in the kitchen. And then you run down, you do your thing. And, right. then, and then the first sound of the clatter of who's on the roof, we're out of bed. So it could be anywhere like from three till five in the oh morning. Oh my gosh. Don't wake up, Jesse. You're not allowed. <laughs> I'm You're waking not allowed. him up. He gets so grumpy if you wake him up. Not for the first hour. And then after that, <laughs> he's your problem. <laughs> he will be very grumpy You're when you wake him up. very good with him when he's like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of a big deal. So we have Christmas Eve, we open one gift and we do the ribs and romagrat and then we have the chicken or the chicken, the turkey and all like that Christmas day. Yeah. What did you guys do in Brazil? You know, the at least in my family, the entire thing, it was Christmas Eve. So we just all got all dressed up. That That's the thing. Like, we, everybody gets super dressed up. Yeah. And then, um, you know, when we were little, we did the whole Santa thing, too. Like, I can't remember. I think when we were getting all dressed, my parents would put all the, you right, know, right. all the presents there. And then we would come downstairs. We had a two-story home, and then it was all there. Oh my gosh, Santa's here! And so we would have a big dinner, and you know, depending, we would have. Uh, would they make you eat dinner before you could open your gifts? No. Oh, that's merciless. Oh no, no I don't way! Know why anybody would do that. I know. First, you open all your gifts, then you have dinner, and you know, we eat late in Brazil anyway. Sure. So that was a weird thing when I went there and it, like we're going out for dinner at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Oh, at yeah. Night. Yeah. And yeah. it's like and what you told me is because the whole country's watching novellas until true. the, the I, soap operas. I think they're, the soap opera is over at either nine or nine thirty. The then, second one. And then everybody goes three. to dinner. So you go to a restaurant and it's packed at 10 o'clock at night yep. for dinner. Yep. 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 You, if you want to get a good table, you have to leave before the the soap opera is over, the novel is over. That's the worst. And then nobody wants to go. Now they can watch on their phones, so maybe they, you know. But the novellas are different than our soap operas here, right? They are. They are because they're like they're seasonal. Usually, they're they last like they don't a run year. on forever. No, and here that was the weirdest <laughs> thing to me. It's like you have the same soap opera for 20, 30, 50 years. I don't know how long, but yeah, they keep going. <laughs> And ours is more, it's a year usually. Yeah. So, and I don't know. Somebody told me the other day. Um, Training Christmas and soap operas. <laughs> all in 15 minutes. <laughs> no, um, Steve, the guy that we buy all right. of our sewing, sewing equipment. Stuff, yeah. He said that his wife, she's Japanese. Yeah. And she learned all her Spanish watching novellas. No way. <laughs> yes. And she speaks Spanish? 
fluently. Like, oh and he maybe, speaks Spanish too. Maybe that's what I should do. And then he said he's going now to learn, like he's going to school to learn grammar and proper grammar. And his wife's like, why? Just watch the novellas. And he said he tried to watch the one episode and he just couldn't. But Brazilian novellas are still different from, from, from Mexican novellas. You're going to tell me they're better? Is this that Latin competition thing? No, I'm just you saying never they're tell, different. You never ask a person from the Dominican your, Republic if they're make, Puerto Rican. You make your own Never choices. ask a Mexican if they're Puerto Rican. Never ask a Puerto Rican if they're Venezuelan. You, you just, that, these are just things you can never do or you might end up dead, right? <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> you just politely say, oh, where are you from? <laughs> then they'll very proudly tell you. Well, isn't that but never try everybody? to guess. Never guess unless you know or you're, you're going to get chewed out. Do you ask a Japanese person if they're Chinese? <laughs> well, I think they'd be a little bit more gracious about it. I, I don't, don't know. know about that. Go try. Uh-huh. Go try to ask a Filipino if they're Hawaiian. I, I've made that mistake and I just don't get the same reaction. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Weak people. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But Christmas is going to be, it's going to be awesome with your mom and dad there. Your dad and I get along so well. And uh, the only thing for me always is I'm the only one that doesn't speak Portuguese. Right. So you guys are all philandering away. And the other thing is, too, which is odd for me, is that your family will enjoy some drinks, some cocktails. <laughs> right. And where oh, yeah. I come from, like my grandma never allowed alcohol in her house. Right. Right. Unless it was for medical purposes. <laughs> of Literally. course. She'd make you a hot toddy if you were sick. Right. But that was. <laughs> Even you know, if you're five. Dust, this dusty old whiskey bottle comes out of the cupboard. And, right. But the thing of it is, is. Um, yeah, even if you were five, I mean, little kids, you know, yeah. still, you know, they, they instead of buying a medicine, because now they have out, they give you me- nighttime medicine. It's the same thing. Yeah, but it, I'd rather drink the alcohol. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, nowadays kids have that nighttime right. medicine. It's the same thing. <laughs> right, <laughs> get them drunk, <laughs> get them buzzing so they sleep better. Just ask grandma. <laughs> but it worked good. Right, it worked like a dream, you know. Sure. But uh, so we never had alcohol at Christmas. Really? Yeah, and I know you guys enjoy that is so the weird. odd cocktail <laughs> here and there. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's funny is that, you know, in Brazil we do, you know, celebrate every occasion, <laughs> every Friday and like that, but um, it's very rare that people get sloppy. Like you right. just, you have your drinks, you they eat just your food, happier. you're just happy. You know, you you don't ever have fights and things like that you know because this, of the- this year though this year though we are doing our traditions the last two years we didn't right and it felt like no christmas to me right because this is the thing christmas is something you i mean besides the birth of christ right but the right. christmas celebration part is something it's it's just a it, it's a tradition that you had this meaningful time when you were a kid i think for me it's like i had such awesome christmases when i was a kid and then I grew up and I just never wanted to lose that magic. Right. Right. And then other people do other things and it's just like, I really don't want to do Doesn't your thing. Doesn't feel the same. No, no. Sure. See, I don't mind doing what you guys do, the Christmas Eve thing. That's a slight departure, but it's not that bad. Right. Right. Nobody wants to eat my ribs in Romagrat other than you, which is great <laughs> because there's more for me. But, but beyond that, it's just... Um, it just doesn't mean the same to you. No. How about having my parents here for a month because... Many people will go nuts no, with uh, their in-laws. You, you know, you know what though? Like uh, your 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 mom on her own, yeah, has 
you know, if she's sitting in one place for a couple of days, she's just like Jesse, right? When you, when she's sitting there too long, she starts getting into trouble, right? <laughs> yes, <she's been laughs> and, and that's mom. Yeah. You know, so you just got to keep her busy. And, and, uh, but with dad, it's different. Like dad just is so malleable and he just wants to have fun and he really just wants to have family around. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know. I just love him. I just love I know, him so I, much. I know and, that for me, um, and I was I was talking to Elaine about that because she just went back to Canada to visit right. her dad, you know, and her mom is in a home and right. and like that. And I was texting her, and she's like, "This is my second day here with my dad, and I reversed to being, <laughs> you know, fifty years old." Yeah. And having these endless conversations about well, and you know, they've always had that relationship, right? It, and, and she she just reverts right back to it, and she knows it's coming, but she just falls into that trap. And it's time. crazy because a lot of times I feel that way too. You know, um, it's a little bit easier if they are in my environment, but when that I'm in their environment, yeah. it's so easy to just go back to that kind of a relationship. I think that's kind of a and, natural thing for most people, though, isn't it? I, I don't know, but it's, you know, it comes with good, good and bad, yeah. you know, part of it is good because, um, I feel like it gets you in touch with your roots and who you are. And it's kind of like, you know, um, for, for us being Brazilian and family being so important, um, it, I'm so removed from that, especially being here for so many years. And so I love going and visiting Brazil because, it's such a reminder of everything that I am, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and so I feel like that affects me in a positive way. But sometimes when they are visiting, you know, or vice versa, I feel like I go back to like having some, some conversations that I'm a teenager again. <laughs> like my mom and I are fighting <laughs> over something yeah. and then I literally see, think about guys, it and it's like, I can, really? I can never tell when you guys are fighting because to me, it's just a conversation. <laughs> so every now and again, I got to check and baby, are you okay? Are, are you guys fighting? Or like oh, no, now, we're just talking you know, about where we're going to go shopping today. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and then a little while later, you're really upset. Are you guys fighting? Yeah. She said this and this and this. It sounds all the same to me. It's the same <laughs> sure. volume. It's the We're same loud. kind of tone, same everything. How come Jesse's so loud? Is it because of me? <laughs> oh, must get it from you. So it doesn't get it from me. No, but... Um, you know, I remember last year when there, she was visiting and uh, she's like, Anna, she calls me Chichi. Chichi, you're not feeding him enough. You got to feed him more. She's talking you about know? me because she's right. No, <laughs> talk about Jesse. You know, you got to make this, you got to make that. I used to always make you rice and beans. And then like eight hours later, Oh, I, I think you're feeding him too much. He's getting kind of chubby. And I'm like... That's what I'm saying. But if you take her out, if is, you take her out somewhere... Is every she doesn't mom do, like that? No, but if you take her out... This is what I've always said. She's like... She's like... No disrespect, mom, but she's like a kid, right? <laughs> if she's sitting there watching her filmies, that's what you call movies, if she's watching them for too long, I think she starts to think they're real and she starts to manufacture drama. <laughs> but if we take her out and we take her to the dollar, she loves the dollar store. She comes all the way from Brazil to go to the dollar store. I know. If we take her to the dollar store, she's just happy. That's true. And then you bring her home, she's a little tuckered out, you give her something to eat, a little sake. <laughs> 
tuck her in and she's good to go, right? And then the next day, just do the same thing. She needs about three, four hours to wake up in the morning and get moving, right? Uh-huh. And so we can go get to the gym, get some work done, ta da And then when she's getting a little edgy, we just go pick her up and take her out to, if not the dollar store, maybe Ross. <laughs> yes. You know, we can map it out, right? Target. Yeah. Target, we need at least three hours. At least. <laughs> so I think that's just how you manage mom. Yeah. You know? Does it does it She's bother you though? Like when having your in-laws, because I know a lot of guys, they just can't stand it. Okay, now it's my turn to say I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, be honest. <laughs> I don't know what the hell everybody's talking about. So it's just <laughs> like, hey, I'm not even there, right? So it's not like anybody's saying anything that could get under my skin because nobody's saying anything that I can understand. Right. So no, I I I don't mind having them there. I mean, your your dad's awesome. He just is a happy guy, you know. He really is. He's so easy. Oh, and he's just he's if he's if he's not laughing, he's looking for something to laugh at. Like he's right. just a happy guy. He's right? like Jesse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> not quite the same energy or the same daredevil <laughs> thing, but um yeah, I mean I I I love having him there. Like I I I don't dread them coming. And I don't dread them. Like I say, mom on her own yeah. is is a little bit more. You got to pay I attention. Mean, yeah. Because when she starts to fall off that cliff and she goes downhill pretty fast. Right. So you just got to be on it. Right. <laughs> and uh, but with mom and dad, dad will keep her occupied. Right. And uh, there's just never any problems. So you're good with it. Yeah. And I mean, I love them both. I really, So your really, advice to other guys is just get a foreign, foreign in-laws? Listen, if they're going to be there for two weeks or a month, just just understand they're going to be... So make the best of it. You can really suck for you. Right. Or you can focus on something positive, you know? And and like what I like to do is like practical jokes. And like, like if they're doing things that kind of, you know, I just do a practical joke them or prank <laughs> them or do something, right? <laughs> it just kind of... Puts everything back in perspective and you know what I mean? <laughs> That's not bad, is it? No, I don't think so. It works. Whatever yeah. you do works pretty good. Yeah. Jesse likes them. Jesse loves grandma and grandpa. And that's the thing, like when grandpa's there, Avo. Yeah. When Avo is there, um, he's just like, grandpa's got no privacy. No. No. I mean, Jesse's got this thing now with me. I cannot, I have to sneak into the bathroom, lock the bedroom door, lock the bathroom door. <laughs> And he's still like trying to get in there, right? Oh, this morning he was looking for you. I said, Daddy's in the bathroom. And he's like, Daddy. And then he would put his fingers under the door. <laughs> I know. And knock. And then he would look at me, Mom, help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> to open the door. So grandpa's going to get a chance to experience that joyful oh, yeah. moment that himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, get in, you know. Remember last year he used to get to the room and just jump on their just bed. Just jump on their bed and they're trying to lay there and nap, you know. Get their phones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think it'll be fun. I think it's going to be, a, yeah. I think it's going to be really, really I'm looking good. forward to it. You know, I don't get to see them a lot and. Yeah. I mean. And dad, dad likes to do like dad. I know dad wants to go, you know hiking and he wants to go see motorcycles and he likes to see cars and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I know he'll have, you know, we'll have a great time. And mom wants to go shopping. Right. Dollar store, <laughs> dollar store, Ross. What else is there? Bur- Burlington coat factory. And then she likes the Chanel purse. It's like, right, is right. it one or the I, other? I know. What's up with that? I like she'll, know, she'll no dump two grand on a friggin' purse, <laughs> and then she goes but she the wants to shop store. at the dollar store. <laughs> yes. It's like, 
<laughs> I guess her purse is full of stuff from the dollar store. I, I guess you average it out loud and it's good. You're a mom. Anyway. <laughs> and that, that's the thing that frightens me sometimes is because they say, they, whoever they are. They do. That if you want to know what a girl's going to turn out like, you look at her mother. <laughs> Now, you know what? I have seen glimpses of Carmen, glimpses of Carmen from time to time. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Do you want to be like your mom? You kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of things about my mom that I awesome. admire and I appreciate so much, you know. And so in many ways, I think that's not a bad thing, you know. And then there's other things about her that I've always all my life, you know, um, wanted to see my life and do my life differently mm -hmm. from her, you know, and, and that's where she and I kind of didn't see eye to eye because I think with moms and dads and especially like more old school, like my parents are, they're in the late seventies. Um, I think they all had an idea of what your children would want for their lives and mm -hmm. what they would, you know, do with their lives. And so when things didn't, or when, when I wanted to make path. a different choice, right. um, she felt like she failed or that her choices maybe weren't so I great. I just let her go with that. <laughs> I'd let her run with it. Said, mom, you know what? You really, really, oof, man, I can't no, believe it. No, but the thing is, is that, you know, it's just different people want different things. That one is not right, the other, you know, one being right doesn't mean the other is wrong. It means it can be, two people can be right. It's just mm -hmm. whatever you want for your life. Especially so. two T-Grays, because they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> now, last Good time argument. I was at my sister's home, um, her husband goes, Oh, Lulu is just like your mom. I'm like, oh my gosh, at least it's not just Terry that says I, I'm like my mom. You are Why a lot like your like mom. When, when your mom comes here for two weeks after, you are not a carbon copy, but you pick up a lot of her things. I do, because I, I wait on her the whole time. I'm like her maid. <laughs> That's another up, thing. I they get here, Anna's of... looking after kids, she's looking after her mom and dad. Is that like, you really do become the maid, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, they're used to it, right? So they've yeah. never had to do it for themselves. I don't mind, though. I love it. It's yeah. like the opportunity to do that. You know, we never know how long we're going to have that yeah. that opportunity. So I, I love your mom and dad, and I, I look forward to them coming here. Uh, usually it was twice a year. Now it's like once a year. It was a year ago. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, uh, I, I miss that extra visit. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be fun. So. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm excited. Six weeks, they'll be here. So what do you got going on today? Today, I am finishing up a design for a new bra. Yeah. I have a, a little prototype a that I put out bra, there. Right? Yes, a fitness bra. And then um, I got to go get Jesse and take him to his uh, therapy. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I plan on taking um, the whole family, including you, for a long walk because I want to discuss some business ideas with you. And that's the best way to do it because at home it's very hard to <laughs> get a word impossible. out. <laughs> so I think uh, we still have we spend the morning with some business meetings. Yeah, and today was kind a of a brain out. day, right? We didn't really sit down and you know you know we didn't bang any boards or, or pile up any bricks or anything like that. But what we did is we did a lot of business stuff. Yeah, that's the thing about our job is a, a great deal of it is cerebral. Yes, it is. Right. Mm -hmm. 
When you're designing, do you find that a bit of an escape? Yes. And that's the thing. Like when I'm designing, I really don't like being interrupted. Yeah. So I need, I need everything else to be done. Yeah. And then I just go and focus on that, you know? That's like when I'm writing, I'm like that. Yeah. Otherwise, if there's some, something hanging or if I have a, like a, a, a time frame that I need to finish mm-hmm. within, like that just messes me up. I, I hate it. And I'll make some mistakes or whatever. And that just, you would take another sample and another round, you know, to fix it. So I rather just, the one time I remember when I came in, you were in Florida and I think well, Elaine was babysitting Jesse for me. And I came in here to do the blaze pants. It was a Saturday mm-hmm. and there was not a noise. So and nice. that was the best. As far as designing, that's the best situation. So, well, know. we're shooting you. Uh, we're shooting you tomorrow. That's right. I've got another shoot on Thursday. Yep. And uh, a model is flying in on Monday. Yeah, you're going to shoot her Tuesday, Wednesday. So I got to do a lot of, and this is the a thing for me, the, the, the photo shoot itself is, uh, to me, is very mentally demanding after I'm always wiped out, right? Yeah. But uh, but it's before, uh, and oddly enough, I've been doing this for so many years now, but I still get tension from, like I get anxiety. Yeah. Because I, um, you know, I get an idea in my head and then you got to try to bring that to life and make it work and right. and stuff like that. And so till it's done, I, I can't relax. So you'll be uptight for a week? Is that what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> it's just I'm always thinking about it. Yeah. You know, I'm always thinking about it. Yeah. And looking at pictures and getting ideas and, yeah. you know, uh, like the models I'm working with, I'll spend time going through the Instagram, looking at them, trying to get an idea of how they move and what they do and what, you know, they pick their own selfies. So you get an idea where they're comfortable and right. all that kind of stuff. And so right. there's a lot of, I put a lot of work ahead of time into it. it rarely do I ever just pull out my camera and right. go to work. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what Plus, I'm Plus two of these models you've never worked with before. Right. You have and worked with it. When's the last time we shot? I mean, it was a year ago. It's been ago, a year. It's been August. a year. In August, yeah. August, it'll be. It so was you know that I'm going to be rusty. I don't think you will. I really? think we'll. I think we'll slide right back into it. I, I'm really. We're going to do this sort of. It. Uh, it's kind of a soft, sensuous, sexy photo shoot. We're doing it in our home. We've got these beautiful windows in this house, and just gorgeous, like just really soft light coming. I'm going to need a good night of sleep. Yeah, this time you better get one. <laughs> we both do. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, I want to so put those in. Looking in, forward to it. I want to put those in the magazine, the the first issue, the next issue of the magazine that we publish. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Well, then that's gonna be our part of our evening. Then pick out that out the the outfit. Okay, so you're gonna go well together, a bra. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, get my uh, equipment together for tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. That's right. On uh, goodladunscripted.com is the website. This is the Good Lad Unscripted podcast. Thank you for listening. God bless. We'll talk to you tomorrow.